So today's song is uh, Joy to the World, and Isaac Watts is the one who wrote this song. Now, Isaac Watts lived in the late 1600s, early 1700s, and uh, he was quite a character. And so when you do some background on, on his life, uh, his parents had a hard time with him when he was young because he was way too smart for his own age. And he was inclined to mischief, which is what I had written on all my report cards when I was young. And so inclined to mischief, inclined to mischief. And so he's always getting in trouble. He, had a, he was a little bit of a smart aleck. And, uh, and so when his parents went to punish him, he would always have something to say back. So they ended up punishing him more because of... Uh, his sarcasm than anything else. And then uh, an early teacher in his life, actually in elementary school, taught him about poetry. And he thought it was so fun to, to make fun of people or, or to say sarcastic things while rhyming. And so one day he was in church. He wasn't even a teenager. He was 11 or 12. I don't really know exactly what his age, but it was preteen. He was in church, and they were having a prayer, and his parents were watching him, and he wasn't paying attention. And they noticed that he wasn't closing his eyes. They thought that was highly disrespectful. And so after church, they got him home, and his dad asked him, why didn't you close your eyes when they were praying? And his response was, a little mouse, for want of stairs, ran up a rope to say its prayers. And his father thought, you are not going to smart off to me. And so his father uh, grabbed a belt and was going to punish him. And right at the beginning of his punishment, Isaac said, Oh, father, father, pity take, and I will no more verses make. He got whooped anyway. Right? When he was 15 years old, church to him was not a big deal. He didn't like the old songs. He said, the preaching doesn't relate to me. The songs don't relate to me. We're singing way outdated old songs. Nobody even talks like that anymore. And he said that at the end of church, as he's walking out, and a deacon heard him complaining, and his dad was next to him. And so as he was complaining, those old songs don't mean anything. They're so old, nobody even likes those songs. The deacon said to him, then why don't you go home and write something better? And he did. He wrote 750 hymns accredited to his name. I grew up singing several of them, including... Uh, when I survey the wondrous cross. He believed that everything should point to Jesus. After he began writing these hymns, he developed a real love for Jesus and believed that Old Testament, New Testament, everything should point to Jesus. And one day he was reading Psalm 98. And at, at the reading of Psalm 98, which talks about Jesus rescuing Israel from their slavery. He believed that what we should do today is take those words and turn them into our thinking of Jesus for rescuing us. And he wrote, Joy to the World.
that God came and rescued you. Joy to the world that he left heaven and came to rescue you. And so, in honor of him, we want to sing this song, Joy to the World. I've asked Lynn Marie if she would play it uh, for us today. This is a sing-along. And so we're going to do verses 1, 2, and 4 of that song. Are you ready, Lynn Marie? So if you will, go ahead and lead us in, uh, in Joy to the World, written by Isaac Watts. He was older as a, than a teenager when he wrote this song, and it wasn't published until the early 1800s. And they put music behind it. And so here is this uh, young boy's song in honor of Jesus. Here's a little young teenager who has uh, not yet learned the importance of being rescued by Jesus. Life is just fun. But something happened to him. And it really began with the challenge on a Sunday morning. And, and even if it was, okay, well, I will go home and write something better. What ended up happening to his life is he became a theologian. He ended up teaching theology. He developed a deep passion for the word of God. And as people studied under him, he taught them how to open up the Bible and make it come alive and point to the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And so widely respected as a man of God who poured out his heart in his words. And... And so I think for me, my challenge would be for all of us in, in asking this question. What will be your contribution this Christmas to changing things for the better? I mean, as we sit at the end of a very long year, maybe even one of the longest years that we have lived in our life. I mean, it just seemed that everything in this year has just been a struggle and a challenge. But at the end of it, we can all evaluate our life and ask, okay, is this really where I want to be? 
what's going on in my life right now? More out, more than COVID, you know, more than elections, you know, more than an economy that's really struggling and all the other things around it. When you evaluate your life, are you where you want to be? And what would it take to wake you up? Will it take a deacon come and saying, okay, here's you a challenge. Does somebody else have to shake you into understanding life should be, could be different than what it is right now? And if you were to decide, you know what, I am going to make things better. I am going to turn my life around. I am going to fill in the blank with what it is that you want to improve in your life. What will be your contribution? What will you intentionally, proactively do to make things better this season? I'm not, you know, we're always like, well, one day I'm going to, and maybe I might, or I think in the future, and we just keep pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off, and if we're not careful, it never really gets, you know, that time never really comes. It was Solomon who said, there is a way you can sin away the day of grace. You know what he means by that? He means this. God is so patient with you. He's so patient. He's so patient. And after a while, you get so used to the patience of God that you lose your desire to change into the character and nature of God and you end up sending away all your opportunities. And that's a life that we mourn versus a life that we celebrate, right? And so what will be your contribution? What will you do? When it comes to Christmas songs, it's, it's like everything around Christmas you know, is a song. And it really started with Mary. And if you're reading in, in the book of Luke, chapter 1, while Mary was pregnant, and it, it was a big scandal because... You know, people were wondering, did she sleep with Joseph, and what happened, and, and something happened, and nobody believed the story that she had not slept with a man but was still pregnant. And, and so she gets out of town for several months, and she goes to visit Elizabeth, who was a cousin, and she was pregnant with who we know today as John the Baptist. And so as soon as she walked in the room and Elizabeth saw her, the Bible, the Bible says that in Elizabeth, her baby John, six months older, was leaping in her womb. And, and Elizabeth knew immediately God was doing something in this teenage girl. You know, they say that Mary was around uh, probably 14, 15 years old, you know, or, or younger when God chose her to carry uh, our Savior, his son, Jesus. And so she wrote, Luke chapter 1, oh, how my, this is her song. She wrote a song. You can read the whole thing in Luke chapter 1. Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he took notice of his lowly servant girl. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one is holy, and he has done great things for me. If you were to sit and, and make a list of all the great things God has done for you, what would you write down? And do you know for certain that he is doing great things for you? Or have you avoided him so much you wouldn't have anything to write? 
So Mary is like, God has changed my life from the time I was young and for all the days of my life and generations in the future will know that I believed God and was faithful to what he called me to do at a young age. And so all these songs that are written around Christmas all celebrate Jesus and what he's done and the contribution that he made to the world. And that really is our only challenge for this series. On today, just right at the very beginning, it's like here's just an example of one young teenager who decided at an early age to make a difference for Jesus, ended up falling in love with him, and he ended up changing some of us in the songs that we sing. We praise God through his words. And Mary, the same way, what about you? What's your contribution? What will you do? And so really, all we want to say is, beginning today, be thinking about between now and Christmas, what is something that you want to do to change your life, to change your home, to change your influence in the name of Jesus for something better? What will you do? What would be your contribution? So that at the end of Christmas, people say, I really loved this Christmas. When I look back on it, I'm going to remember, you did this. What will that be? So, joy to the world. Really, this is just the gospel in a song. And so with Isaac Watts, it was joy to the world, the Lord has come. God sent him into the world to transform us. And we celebrate that. We celebrate it every Christmas when we begin just to talk about the birth of Jesus. And so, let earth receive her king. It's, what are you going to do with Jesus? And in order for you to do that, let your heart make room for him. Because it's so easy to crowd him out. And so... And so all Isaac is doing in this song, or Mr. Watts, what he's just, he's just saying, have you made room for Jesus? Or is your life going to be transformed? Will all heaven and nature sing because of what he's doing in your life? Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ. And fields and floods and hills and plains. In other words, the rocks are going to shout the name of Jesus. All nature screams Praise to God. And what he's really saying is, okay, what about you? What about you? Does he, does he reign in you? And then the third verse that we didn't sing a while ago, it really begins here. No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow or as the curse is found. And this is what you've got to decide. Am I at the end of my own life? <laughs> Have I come to the end of my wrongdoing? Am I, am I fed up with myself yet or not? Am I going to continue going down a path without Jesus? Or am I finally ready to just give it up? And when you do, the last verse, you know, of just celebrating God will take place.
And so all he really did is this really came from Psalm 98. And you can go home and read it, and you're like, those two don't look alike at all, except for the word joy. And God brought joy into the Israelites' life because he helped them escape Egyptian slavery. And so in Isaac Watt's mind, he's like, there is joy, but is there joy in your life? And what has God rescued you from? What has he rescued you for? And will you begin to live that out in your life? And that's our sermon of the day. It's just, it's just that simple. And so here's my plea. Here's my call to you. If you haven't yet discovered how amazing Jesus is, if you haven't let him really transform your life, this is the day to begin. There's, there's not going to be a better day than today. Right? I mean, I'm an example. The longer you go down the wrong road, the harder it is to turn around. What are you going to do with Jesus? His call to you from a cradle is God has come into the world to rescue you. What are you going to do with Jesus? And what will your contribution be in his name for the blessing of those all around you? Welcome him. Receive him. Prepare your heart for more of him. And let him reign in you. And then you will unlock joy to your world. I want to pray with you. As today you make a decision just for Jesus. And as we begin this series and looking at different songs that people wrote and how those songs moved them to do things and change things. Next week we're going to look at a song that was written that really moved people to rescue hurting children. So let's pray.